Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling. Sound is episode 371 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Big underscore Bane, what is going on, man? Dude, I am probably the most comfortable I have ever been. At Breaker and Bane headquarters. Dude, no shit, right? This is amazing. <laughs> wow. So uh, we want to let everyone in. We've, we put it on social media and stuff. You want to let everyone in what kind of what we've uh, what we've done here? Yeah, I mean, I've been bickering for the last six months about how... You've been a cantankerous old Gus is what I, you've been. I have been, you know, just absolutely cantankerous. And um, I finally, finally... Uh, Got dipped dipped into the old old account ski and uh, got us some gamer chairs. So well, what's funny is we've kind of made that a show topic for a while, where we kind of joke like, "Why don't we have gamer chairs?" Because we basically, and I think it was being just guys, we just don't change anything because you don't change anything, right? Yeah. yeah. As a guy, you're never going to be like, "I want new furniture because I want." A different color. Yes. You buy it when the shit's broken down and you can't sit on it anymore. Yes. Without and, a spring going up your ass. And let me tell you, some springs were going up our asses. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's the episode title. <laughs> there it is. Because, I I mean, by the time I left your house on a weekly basis, my ass was numb <laughs> from sitting on that steel folding chair. So, fun fact, I, I had quote unquote taken it was it was in the broke pile so i still don't think this was a stolen chair but i had a uh a 2012 royal rumble like pay-per-view event chair that i had picked up from the fcw days and that was kind of and that's lasted me really since uh, since we've been podcasting so what's that been like geez seven plus years now long yeah. time yeah and and that was the chair that i would podcast in and i think we ended up i think in my last house the previous tenant left a blue metal folding chair so we stole it we stole it and that became your chair yep and I, I guess up until recently, it never dawned on me like maybe we should get some like nice chairs, right? And uh, and now we now we got them, man. These are fantastic. Well, We've kind of re updated everything. Yeah, and a steel folding chair is fine for about thirty minutes. Yeah, you know? but it starts to suck. But once you know, especially nowadays when we're doing you know we're doing the entire hour hour fifteen now, and and then on top of that, you know we're recording PHPW stuff, we're recording the energy shot. I mean, we're, how, how's your uh, your voodoo? 
It's okay. It's, yeah. That's not, not, I mean, it's, it's okay. It's different. So I, this is the Rays energy. The only reason I bought this because they're sponsoring a lead eight showdown. Okay. Shout out to uh, Tim France for actually realizing he was worth a shit. Never would have guessed, <laughs> but it's this, I I've seen this ad yes. for this before and they've pretty much got what I'm looking for in energy drinks. Mm-hmm. Cool names, cool logos, no sugar. Right. And uh, which I think is kind of the go-to now. And our local quick trip was carrying them. I'm like, oh, hey. So yeah. I picked up a couple. And this is the second one I've tried. And the guy that, that sold them, well, you know, the guy that sold them, the guy that was at the counter is like, hey, have you tried those before? I'm like, no, first time. He goes, they're pretty good, but they're not real sweet, which I like. I'm like, oh, okay. But they're almost not sweet enough. Right. So it's a it's a tad like do I have COVID again? What's going on yeah. here? <laughs> you know, so it's a little it's a little different. I don't I don't hate it though. Okay, is it is it uh is it gonna convert you from bang? Uh, probably not. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like also the can is it's not the label's not printed on the can. It's like a sheet or like a label stuck oh, okay. over it, which yeah. is kind of. Kind of feels weird when you take a swig. Yeah, so I don't know if I like that, but huh. well, you know, it's. I mean, they're probably an upstart company. You know? They are, and you know, they can't all be winners. Which is, which is also probably why they're sponsoring Elite Eight Showdown. You of course, know? yeah. They're like, oh, there's Big Chuck. He's got hot dogs in his mouth. Right. Let's send him money. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll become a huge company in India. Yeah, exactly. All those <laughs> listeners. I, I bet those people in India are just trying to figure this out. They don't because they don't know. They don't. I. They, they don't understand a word Big Chuck's saying. I don't understand a word he's saying. Uh, right. I mean, I, I speak the same language, but I mean, he's got that thick New York accent, and it's just impossible to understand him. It really is. Uh, but we got new chairs. We also got a new table. Right. We got new mic stands. Yes. We got... Hands-free. Hands-free, which are... These are fantastic. Yes, I love them. We actually weren't sure that they were going to work. My dad put some creative ingenuity out there, and yeah. they work now. Just a little block of wood underneath, and that was it. Damn right. That's all we needed. Um, But we also got some soundproofing. I don't know how well this will work, but it's kind of a trial error. Yeah, it's. uh, I I think it'll help out a little bit. I mean, we didn't have too much reverb anyway, but we did have a little bit compared to my other place. We did, Um, but I think, I think this will help out a little bit. I mean, obviously, the more, the more stuff we get in here to soak up the sound, the better it will be. Definitely, definitely. But uh, man, we got a lot. We're gonna dive into a lot today. A lot of wrestling talk, some movie talk. Some toy talk. We got some PHPW news over on Spring Skirmish, man. Oh yeah, coming in hot. And uh, we uh, we're not we're gonna wait a week to dive into Marvel versus DC. Yes, because uh, you did not make a bracket yet. I did not make a bracket. <laughs> Call it about. <laughs> we're podcasting early though. We are. We are podcasting a tad on the early side, but um, but yeah, man, we got a lot of wrestling talk. So uh, what do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Brinker and Bay take a little break, cracking them, buying energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Man, Stone Cold's been consistent for what, like three or four years now? Yes. Just every week, just every, right on the money. Yeah, and... uh he doesn't understand that we don't pay him to do this. He, it's out of the goodness of his heart. Don't tell, don't tell him. He's going to come stun both he, of us. He owes me a few favors. Does he? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we got a lot of wrestling talk we want to dive into. Obviously, I'm sure everyone's excited to hear the hot take that's going to be the podcast topic for everybody this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, but before we get into that, we uh, we podcasted a bit early last week, too, due to my schedule. And so we weren't able to touch on this. I know a lot of other podcasts, including Doing the Favor, did. Um, what did you think about the uh, Joey Ryan charity show fiasco? It's not surprising, you know? Um, did you think it? I mean, I, I found it kind of unique like the promo picture they used wasn't like the uh sunglasses and the right. typical like, it was him trying to hide in the hide in plain sight yes where's waldo yes and um but it was also one of those things like if you're going to try to continue to make money in the wrestling business don't let anybody know you're making money in the wrestling business right like why put yourself on the poster right don't put yourself on the poster like go under a pseudo name when you create companies i mean like be the be the back guy behind the scenes, no right? One knows about. Yeah, like be smart about it if you're gonna be a piece of shit, you know. And I'm not condoning the piece of shit, but like, just don't don't make stupid moves, you know. Yeah, I'm kind of waiting on when his Dark Side of the Ring episode is probably gonna happen, like <laughs> season six or whatever. Probably recording it now. I mean, geez, I feel like for a guy that got, I mean, if you're you're not a huge diehard indie wrestling fan, but if you were to name like five indie wrestlers. Oh, he's one of the guys. Yeah. He's yeah, one of those five yeah. names, right? Yeah, I mean, there's there's not not many other that are completely independent wrestlers that you can name, right? And so that's what that's what was so interesting to me about that. I felt I felt bad because I know like it was designed to be a women's charity. I saw someone even make a hot take, which I was like, wow, that's true. Oh, he did this on purpose that way people would pull out, and then he could say wrestling fans are causing charities to lose money and try to get sympathy that way. And I'm like. That's that's a that's a long ways to go to turn the corner, you know. But there's also enough people to to call his bullshit out, and yeah. they with him they would see through that if that was the case. Yeah, I know. Even Tony Khan made the statement like, "None of if Joey Ryan's involved, none of my talent will be on the show, but I will gladly donate to the charity." Yes. So I was like, "That's that's a good move." Yeah, that's a very good move. So I don't know. Definitely an interesting thing. Um, we got to touch on this, obviously. What about the exploding ring match from uh, AEW, man? Yeah, that was uh, that was a hell of a way to end the main event of a pay per view. So, uh, kind of pulling back the curtain a bit, I I did order the pay per view because I wanted to see the new, I wanted to see the AEW show. I like to support the pay per views, and the last several ones you have ordered, you opted not to on this one. Was this why? Because I know you're not into death matches. Uh, that was a big reason. That was a big reason why. Also, too, I did not want to see Sting wrestle. Ah. Um, I mean, granted, it was cinematic, and and that's. But we didn't know that. At least I didn't, didn't. We didn't know that, and so. Uh, if you're a wrestling fan in the crowd, are you feel gypped with that? Um. Maybe, but I also think that like it's Sting. Like you're like, okay, this makes sense, right? But it's still, it's like, well, street fights also too, for the most part, aren't in the ring anyway. It's mostly backstage, sure, but it usually starts in the ring, right? So, um, but I didn't want to see, I didn't want to see the main event. I didn't want to see Sting um, wrestle. I didn't want to, didn't care to see the Young Bucks like versus whoever it was, Jericho and MJF. Didn't care about that at all. Um, no yeah. FTR, on, no FTR on the card. Yeah, there was legitimately nothing on that card that made me think like, yeah, I'm willing to spend you know fifty bucks or twenty five splitting it with you. You yeah. know, there was just nothing about it that that made me want to want to get it. 
So honestly, I thought the show in itself, and this is just watching it completely unbiased, I thought it was a pretty good show. Right, yeah. And I thought the exploding barbed wire death match came off very, very well mm-hmm. up till that point. Now, the pinfall had already happened. And what they said, if anyone does not know, which I'm sure you do now at this point, after the 30-minute time limit, the bomb will go off. Yeah. Kenny Omega had already pinned Moxley. He was the champion still. Good Brothers helped him out. They got out of the ring. And then a minute countdown clock happens. Eddie Kingston comes in trying to get Moxley out. Can't move him. I'm going to cover my brother. And it's like something out of a movie. Literally like, to me, it was the equivalent of like shooting the gun and the bang flag coming out. Right. It was like, no way. Yeah. And I could only imagine if that Daly's place was packed full. Oh, yeah. What that would have been like. Um I don't know, man. AEW fans are so diehard; they probably would have started chanting AEW. You know? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I feel like I feel like nobody was on board for this, though. Yeah. Oh no. And, and like I, I'm more. Because I a- thought I heard booze. When oh, I there was. The there club, was. So John Moxley, I felt like did save it to a degree when he was like, "Well, Kenny Omega's a tough son of a bitch, but he can't build an exploding ring worth a shit." Right. Yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, felt horrible for Eddie Kingston because it's like he's already in the cell and he just is like, "I'm going with it." And yeah. Like, yeah. That's not good. Yeah. But. It's one of those things that's as a performer too. I know like that's that classifies as one of those things you can't control. Yeah. You can't control how that pyro is going to look. Everything up to that point was great though. Like the exploding barbed wire death match came off very well for what it was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't to me too overly violent, but still seemed like scary enough to where I think people could buy it. Like, holy crap, that's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, um, I, and I, I didn't see this, but I saw a paraphrase. I guess Tony Khan made the comment like, well, what did you want us to do? Blow him up for real? And I'm like, no, I didn't. Right. But I also did not book the match. Right. That's I think that's part of the issue, is it not? Oh, yeah, big time. I mean, it, they could have had an exploding barbed wire death match without it being a bomb after 30 minutes. Yeah. It could have just been an exploding barbed wire death match. Whoever wins, wins. They didn't have to have that like stipulation where at the end, it was a bomb. And the clock was so scary when it was counting down. Right. Beep, beep. You're like, oh, God, here we go. Here we go. Right, What's yeah. this going to be like? Yeah. Like sparklers. Freaking the gold, gold, Gilbert. Gilbert's entrance. Yes. It was like a combination of Gilbert and the Sultan. Yes. And just, <laughs> just real bad. It was um, just like, no way. I kept waiting like it's going to hit here, you know. Yeah. To me, it reminded me of like Kane doing the arms up, up. Nothing happening. It's right, like three yeah. seconds late, you know, type of thing. So, and, and I will, you know, say what you will, AEW fanboys, about WWE. But a few months back, WWE legit set Bray Wyatt on fire. That's how much they care about your entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I, I guess the AEW is going and trying to remove all the video of it. That to me is such a. Bitch move. I have no other way to say it. Yeah. Do you remember what I texted you? I, I texted you that day or that night, and I think you may have already been asleep. And then the next day you responded back, like, oh, I just saw it on TikTok. Oh, yes. wow. And I was like, this might be like the uh, botch of the year. Botch of the year yeah. for the, the entire wrestling industry. Yeah. And and like I said, I, I feel bad for Omega and Moxley because up they, they had a good match. Yeah. Up to that point, everything looked good. It felt good. I was like, they had some fun spots. It was creative. It was a little bit bloody, which is what you needed. Like sure. everything looked fine, but it never looked incredibly unsafe. Yeah. It looked fine for what they were doing. So I was like, okay, I'm all in on this. And yeah. then, you know, that happens. It's, it sucks, man. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it really does suck for them. I mean, it, 
I don't know. Maybe uh, just from now on, maybe they shouldn't do a, an exploding barbed wire deathmatch. I don't think they ever will again. Yeah. My gosh. Uh, we also saw two debuts on uh, AEW Revolution. First of all, all ego Ethan Page. Mm-hmm. I know Dobro loves that. He's a big Ethan Page fan. Yeah. Leaves Impact Wrestling. Everyone kind of thought maybe this guy's coming to AEW. And sure enough, he was in the uh, Face of the Revolution ladder match. I think that was cool for him, man. I, I'm not super, super familiar with Ethan Page, but... I, I thought he did well in that match, and I think it's cool he's in AEW. Yeah, I do too. Uh, we also saw the debut of Christian Cage. Yes. This one's obviously that was the big one. That I actually kind of feel bad for Ethan Page because his debut kind of got overshadowed. Gets, yeah, of course, yeah. because it's like, oh, well, everyone's talking about Christian Cage. Um, Interesting. Uh, you know, I think it's cool for, for Christian. I, I'm kind of shocked because he was just in the Royal Rumble. He just had that moment with Edge. You kind of think like, well, they're definitely going to do an Edge and Christian team up again. Right. right. Like, right. obviously. Right. At some point, they're going to team we up. We didn't even get a five-second pose from them. No, they had that one Royal Rumble moment. I guess, mm-hmm. actually, um, I think it was Big Chuck said this. And I was like, wow, that is so profound. I guess he's like... This wasn't them saying hello when they embraced. It was saying goodbye. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, maybe, and maybe that kind of was. Um, I'm a huge Christian fan. I'm, I feel like he's healthy now, and I'm, I'm happy about that. I kind of feel like it's kind of fun, though, because there's a lot of guys in AEW I don't think he's worked before. So I think this could be kind of a cool thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, or I have, about how AEW doesn't really have a lot of top guys. I mean, Christian's one of those guys. He's he's always kind of been top guy in WWE, but never really held the championship. I mean, except for the world championship. But, like, but it was brief. It wasn't a huge run. Right. And so it's it's one of those things, like, he could – Potentially be a big name for AEW and be a big star. I mean, for that company and kind of help propel some of these young guys. Yeah, and I and I think that's what's going to be cool about it is I think it it puts him in a uh, in a new spot with new people that he can work and. Yep. I mean, Christian Cage and Cody Rhodes have probably worked before, but it's been a long time. Right. And Cody wasn't the level he is now, right. so there's a lot that they can do. So I'm I'm excited about that, man. Yeah, I am too. I think it'll be cool. Uh, also, fun AEW news here. The and I don't know if it was him specifically or the company, but apparently they and I don't know if it's finalized either. Mm. But apparently, Paul White and AEW collectively have sought out to copyright Captain Insano. Now, does that mean they're just trying to get some Captain Insano figures, or? Are we going to see Captain Insano return to the ring? Give give it give me everything. I want everything. Yeah. I, I mean, want t-shirts, I want figures, I want I want him wrestling as Captain Insano. I mean, you know, Paul White's a fine name, but you want to intimidate your opponent. Your name's Captain Insano. What what's funny about it is when they kind of landed on the big show, I thought that name sucked. Oh yeah. Compared to the giant, like the big show. Yeah. But he's just the big show. It's it's been with him for so long. Since about 99? Right. It's, I mean, Captain Insano is not horrible. Right, right. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I would be, I, I don't know if that's what he's going to go with, but I mean, it could be worse, I guess, right? Yeah, or it could be one of those things where maybe, you know, maybe they're wanting to do a gimmick match, you know, and maybe he comes out as Captain Insano. You know what I mean? Dude, like, I would be all about that. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm totally cool with it. I did hear an interview with Jeremy from from Jazzwares, who does the figures. He was on Talk is Jericho, and he actually did mention this, which I had never thought of. I'm like, this is so cool that uh, he has a tops. Uh, I don't know how you say it, like Corazon de Leon, which is like you know Lionheart 
Chris Jericho from Mexico. Okay. And he's like, and maybe we need to have a, um, you know, that version of Jericho as a figure. I'm yeah. Like, oh, that'd be cool. That's cool. Cause that's never been done before. Yeah. And so I'm like, if they kind of can step out of the WWE bounds and go this direction and that direction, I'd be all about that. Yeah. One thing, one thing, if they go like that, cause did he have a mask on then? He probably, no, didn't. he did not. He didn't. Okay. So never mind. I was going to say, if he had a mask on, they might want to like make that a cloth good where it's like, or get an extra head in there. So people know it's Jericho. A Jericho head and a mask. Head. Right. I think that'd be great. But, but if he didn't wear a mask then you know, that doesn't matter. So I don't know if they, if they can do a Captain Insano figure, even if it's like an exclusive. I think that that's that's money. Absolutely, yeah, I'd be all about it. Uh, we also recently lost uh, Jim Crockett Jr., which a lot of people remember from uh, the uh, JCP days. You know, the Mid Atlantic Territory. You know, responsible for so much of that '80s wrestling. Arn Anderson, Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, Jim was in pretty bad health and was in hospice care, and it, you know, was kind of. Not not looking good, so um, it's a sad day. But I'm I'm glad he's not struggling anymore, and that he's uh that he's at peace now. So definite uh, rest in peace to Jim Crockett Jr. Yes. Also, uh, this you did not know about Bane, so this is funny to talk about. WWE has officially banned thigh slaps when you throw a kick. Yeah. Which how are you going to make a sound if you don't throw a slap to your leg? Imagine if Tony Khan said that. Like, literally everybody in that company in AEW does a super kick. <laughs> to me, that's like going into re- to a wrestling locker room, like, no more long hair. Right. <laughs> it's not practical. Doesn't make sense. Right. It just, it's... Uh, Ladies, no more glitter and sparkles. Right. You <laughs> no know, more rhinestones on your gear. We need to emulate UFC. Yeah, yeah we want the, the real tight hair and, <laughs> right. you know, Vaseline on your faces. That's what no we want. No makeup. That's the image we're looking for. <laughs> Oh man, no! Banning a thigh slap is so stupid. Um, I mean, and I was thinking about this with um, oh, who's the young? He's not really young, but the the newer big sum bitch that kind of looks like Razor Ramon. What the hell is it? Doesn't really look like him, but fucking, uh, what is that guy's name? The new big sum bitch that kind of looks like Razor Ramon, but doesn't really look like him. Yeah, I can't think of what his name is. Um, she was Damien Priest. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I kind of see it now. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, uh, anyway, he does the little uh, move where he gets behind the guy and, you know, claps his ears or whatever. But, like, he, like, his hands are in front of the guy's head and he claps his hands together. And it's like... Sting used to do that. Right. It's it's So that... He's just clapping his hands. Why don't you ban that too? I mean, if, that, we're, if that, we're going against stupid shit. Well, I remember, and this is what's funny about this because I've seen these type of edicts hit. Right. I and this is kind of inside insider secrets here, but I remember when I was in the developmental system, Cesaro had just gotten called up to television, and I guess he was on SmackDown and he went for a cover. And when he went for a cover, he popped up onto his toes, mm-hmm. not not on his knees. And I may have talked about this before a little bit, but he popped up onto his toes for the cover. So it looked like he like had more leverage, and yeah. I guess Vince just loved it. Oh, yeah, that, that's good shit. We need that's why we need more of that shit. So now they're telling everyone on your cover, go to your toes, go to your toes. My whole thing is like now it's not special to Cesaro if we're all doing this, right? Now it's just commonplace, and it, no one cares, right? Like that makes him stand out. Leave it to him. Yeah, that, I, I don't, I don't understand this. There also was a, a rule about the five count because everyone knows the five count on the ropes, right? You're choking the guy on the ropes. Yep. You have five seconds to break it. 
at five, you're disqualified. Mm-hmm. They were telling us, basically, they were like, so that rule still stands, but here's how it works. You have to break on three. It was like, so you're disqualified on four. No. But if it goes past four, you're disqualified. I'm like, what? And they were like, so if it's one, two, three, four. As soon as he says four, you have to break or it's a disqualification. I'm like, so then it's five. No, it's four. <laughs> what? I, I, that's what they told us. And I was like, so wait a minute. So it's one, two, three, four. And if there's any dead space before he hits five, it's a DQ. Yes. I'll probably just not choke anyone on the ropes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you can't even articulate your own rules, right? What the hell? Right. Yeah. That. To, but it, to me, like I know AEW set up a rule, and I don't even know if you know this, but I guess in tag matches, the partner has ten seconds to get out of the ring instead of five. Okay. Which allows more leeway to do some shit. Of course, yeah. and that's the whole problem. Is if you bend that rule, why can't I bend this rule? Right. If. If you have tag ropes, if you're not enforcing it, then why does it matter? It's that weird like wrestling thing where we're gonna do what's convenient and oh we'll let the Lucha brothers not do that because that's what they don't do that, you know. Right. It, it is what it is. But anyway, I uh I've just never I've never understood that. I'm like, okay, if either you set rules or you don't, but at least AEW's like, we'll just change the rule and make it our own. Right. So it allows everyone to work within this system. Can you work within ten seconds? Most likely. Yeah. And if you can't, it is what it is. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought that was. I thought that was interesting. So this thigh slap thing. I mean, like, who doesn't do a thigh slap of some sort? I mean, everybody. Everybody that does a super kick does one. Everybody that like. I mean, you mentioned off air Drew McIntyre when he does a claymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's well, and that's the thing is because they always slow that down right. to show the impact of the face, right. and it usually is dead on and it looks good. Yeah, but you can see that left hand hit that thigh every time. And if he doesn't hit that thigh, then it. Takes away the sound. I mean, because it's. I, not- I think. I think the concept is, oh, that's killing the business. And I'm like, no, it's really not. Not any more than this other. I mean, not any more than Alexa Bliss transforming in the middle of the ring. Well, you know what I mean. Like, you can't be both ways. The business died when Gobbledygooker popped out of the egg. You right. know, I mean, right. there's so much hokey bullshit in in pro wrestling that we don't need a, a thigh slap to kill the business. Well, and that, and that's but that's the weird thing is like I remember having this discussion with guys in Florida because we had an agent one time who during a a FCW event flipped out on one of the talents, a well known talent who everyone is aware of. I won't say who it is, but he flipped out on him because it was a four way match, two baby faces, two heels. One of the heels gets el- no, one of the faces gets eliminated, and now it's two on one. Pretty mm-hmm. typical formula. We've all seen it. Both the heels cover the guy for a pin, and he kicks out of both of them because he's a fiery young baby face. Right. The agent's like, you just killed the entire business. You want everyone in this business. This, this is fake. Like, You killed everything. And he's like, okay, this is either UFC or it's not. Right. It's either entertainment or it's real. It, you can't do both. Right. And to me, like, you can't sit there and, and do one thing and then think, oh, well, I'll do this other thing. And they don't interact. Like, the second you do a backstage segment that looks int- incredibly hokey. Yeah. But then you see Drew McIntyre slap his leg. They're both bad. Right. One's not worse than the other. So it's like right. you have to either change everything or nothing. Right. So I don't know. I agree. That's a rant for another day, I guess. But I just thought that was funny to bring up. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty ridiculous. It, re- it really is. Um, but anyway, what do you say uh, we dive into a little bit of toy or uh, movie talk here? Let's do it. 
this is Breakup and Bane up at the movies, oh this is Breakup and Bane up at the movies, oh this is Breakup and Bane up at the movies, oh this is Breakup and Bane up at the movies, oh Alright fellas Go ahead and take it from here What you got now? All right, big underscore band. I'll tell you what we got now. How about the news of uh, Peacock? Of course, we, as we know, is taking over the WWE Network streaming rights. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I guess they announced when they launched, they will not have everything all at once. And some people are quite angry. Yes. How dare you take away our primetime wrestling? How dare you take away our ECW on TNN? Yeah. I don't know if that's going away. But I, I kind of thought this would happen, though, to a degree. Well, I, I knew... At the very least, not everything was going to be available right away. Of course. And I I mean, that's just to be expected considering they are transitioning to a whole other platform. And I mean, like, I mean, every, everybody that uploads a podcast like we do knows it usually takes about 20 minutes to upload a podcast. You know, imagine doing that with like. Hours and hours and hours hour of video. I mean, when I upload a video to YouTube, like the PHPW uh, pay-per-views, it takes about four hours sure. to, to upload those pay-per-views. And that's an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And so, like, to be able to, uh, like... Because video is longer than audio every right. time. Well, sure. the file size is so huge. And so, to be able to take it from this server and then upload it to this server, it's going to take a long time. And then... I wouldn't doubt if they have to worry and adjust like, you know, like the the server settings as far as like how much space they have. You know, I mean, there 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 might be a lot to this. So of course they are going to start out small, which I totally get. With like the, um, I think they said like the current pay per views are going to be on there. Uh, maybe I think the, everything from this year too. Right. Or maybe the last as far year. as like Raw and SmackDown, like the most current Raw and, and SmackDown pay per views, and then. Because that's what you want to go watch is uh, the horror show Extreme Rules, right? Um, but the uh, then then by I think they said by SummerSlam, like everything should be should be on there. I don't feel like that's that bad though. I mean, it's a few months, it's but not. And let's let's be honest. When was the last time anybody watched WCW Thunder on any given day? Aaron Anders is watching it right now, and he's tweeting about it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm dead serious, too. <laughs> is he really? Yeah, he's been re-watching Thunder, and he's like, man, there's so many amazing matches on here I never knew. And I think No that, kidding. Yeah, I'm dead serious. And I think <laughs> that's that's the beauty of the WWE Network. There's so many interesting things on there that we don't watch on a daily basis. Yeah. But it's always been available. Now you're taking it away. It's like, how dare you? I mean, yeah. I'm the first to say, like, I was all about, I wanted to watch... Um, Old pay-per-views. I don't watch them that much. I can't. I can't get through any of that older shit. Yeah, you know, I really can't. Like I, I mentioned Thunder because I tried watching a Thunder. I was like, my God, this is bad. Well, and that's and that's the thing is like I have done that before. I subscribed to Impact Plus. Like, oh, I watch the NWA TNA pay-per-views. Right, they're awful. Yeah, by today's standards, I'm like, I can't. I can't do this. Yeah. So why would I continually pay for this? Right. It doesn't make any sense. But yeah. it is what it is, right? I mean, I think it's cool that they're putting everything up there. I think it'll also be kind of cool because like every week you probably should have new stuff. Yes, because it'll be a slow rollout, so they're constantly going to be adding stuff. And it sounds like WWE is going to have its own dedicated page. Mm-hmm. So like right now, there's like a um, there's like a browse live whatever, yeah. and they have like a sports news, all these different sections. So it sounds like WWE is going to have its own like section, um, which will be cool. Now, one thing I did, you know, a lot of a lot of confusion. One thing I did read 
it sounds like it's not going to be automatic that you go over to Peacock. I did hear that too, and then so, you'll need to resubscribe. Right. Probably because it's a different amount. Right. Because you have the option to either stay at $9.99 or go to $4.99. So it sounds like, but either way, it's basically the same thing because. Well, here's the thing. Like, for whatever reason, and I don't know why people do this, but like when I'm not using a streaming service, I just unsubscribe because it's not yeah. that hard to redo it. Yeah. I did that with Disney Plus for like a year because right. they didn't have any of the Marvel stuff. Right. WandaVision came back out. You know how long it took me to resubscribe? I counted. 27 seconds. Yeah. Not that hard because I already had an account. Resubscribe. Yes. Yes. Done. I mean, yeah. my, maybe not even that long. It was very easy. So that's to me like not that hard to unsubscribe to WWE Network. No. Which you probably don't even need to do because they'll probably just stop charging you. Yeah. I went ahead and unsubscribed um, because yeah. I, I was still unsure if if it was going to like automatically give me a Peacock account. And I was yeah. like, I already have a Peacock account. I don't need two. Yeah. So I didn't want to have to deal with that mess. And I guess Peacock's even 50% off for the first month. So it's only two fifty. Yeah, which is great. Super cheap. Hell of a deal. Yeah. And I mean, especially considering everything they have on there, all the all the Peacock originals they have. Right. And, I, and I've been wanting to get that because I want to dive into the new Say by the Bell. I know it's not really your thing, yeah. but I'm like, I, I, I watched it. 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 it actually did get better towards the end of the season. Uh, but um, the... Uh, the even with the office, you know, I know J- Jeff is like fast forwarding our podcast right now, but like um, even even <laughs> deal with, with it, yeah. Even with the office, I mean, it's they have like what they what they call like super fan episodes where they have all this extra content that was never released, like the Matrix scene, yeah, yeah, like things like that. There's a lot of bonus footage, and, and I remember like just like w- going through watching the seasons like I do at night. I'll be watching an episode. I'm like. I don't remember this scene. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is new. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of kind of cool because NBC owns all these shows that they're finally getting on their own streaming service. They're able to release extra content, which is pretty damn cool. It is really cool. And uh, I'm excited for it. I think it'll be cool to have a new streaming service. And also, to get it a little bit cheaper yeah. if you want. Yeah. Uh, Heels is coming to Stars. Uh, of course, is the wrestling show starring Stephen Amell. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of wrestlers have been uh, known to be making appearances. In fact, he released this image of him and his co-star, who plays his brother, on the show. I don't know if you saw that or not yet, but okay, he's going full on wrestling mode, man. I, th- yeah. I guess they play. Uh, he's kind of got a stunning Steve look to him. He does. Uh, Jack and his, Stephen Mel's name is Jack Spade. Okay, and his brother I can't think of his name, but um, they're the Spade brothers. Okay, and they're basically more or less running a small independent wrestling company in Georgia. Okay, I dig it. I'm excited to see this, man. Yeah, I don't really know how I'm going to watch this. Hopefully, it's on like Voodoo or something like that. I think it will be. I think yeah. it. Well, I know Stars has like a premium package on Hulu. I can't imagine doing that for one show. Right, but I'll definitely buy it on on Voodoo. I think. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would buy it on Voodoo. So, and it's been pretty well confirmed that CM Punk is going to be appearing on the show, yes. which I think is great. So I'm looking forward to it. And I really hope this leads to, to him doing some stuff with AEW. I hope so. Yeah. It'd be great to see him back in the ring. I think now, and I, and I could be wrong because I really thought like, oh, he'd have made an appearance by now, surely. Yeah. But then COVID hit, so maybe not. Yeah. But I bet he's gotten a lot better. And so when he comes back, it'll be like, whoa, this guy can wrestle. Right. They haven't announced a premiere date, but I would wonder if those will line up. And I think it'd be so badass if he was at Double or Nothing. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely. Uh, we got a little bit of toy talk. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Here we go. 
Open the box, it's the part of the show We'll break your remain, do a bit of toy talk Here we go Open the box, it's the part of the show We'll break your remain, do a bit of toy talk well, Big Underscore Bane, one of the first notes I put on there was the NJPW figure Series 1 from Super 7. Uh, the reason I did that is I ordered those like over a year ago. Yeah. And was supposed to get them like two days ago. Still don't have them. Huh? Still don't have them. Like they're in transit, but they're stuck in Kansas. So I was going to show them wow. to you in person, see if we could. Because I, I bought them because I'm like, man, I love Okada and Tanahashi. And Ishii was really cool. So I kind of want his figure. And I just bought the Will Ospreay because he was part of the set. Didn't really want him, but I thought, eh, it's expensive, but I do kind of want the first wave, and mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. And um, and it's been so long, I was just kind of like, well, I don't know. I'm not sure if I would even really want these anymore. But then then I saw some images pop up where they didn't look that good, so I'm like, oh, God, uh, buyer's remorse. But yeah. then I've seen other images where they do look good, so I'm not sure what to think. But anyway, I don't have them yet, so hopefully we can I can show them to you next week and kind of make a decision. Yeah, hopefully so. Unrivaled Series 6 has officially been announced uh, for AEW. Um, I I asked if you had seen this, and you hadn't. Yes. And so I'm going to tell you the the, the uh, lineup on the air. Do you care? Because everyone's already going to know this, so it's just going to be amazing. Would you like to make a prediction of the six figures in the wave? Um, yeah, actually. And I'll tell you if any of them are correct. Cody Rhodes. Incorrect. No kidding. Okay. I'm going to say the Young Bucks. Incorrect. That's three guesses. Um, Kenny Omega. Incorrect. No kidding. Uh, That's four, man. You're four. four, Like, oh, and four, man. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking you were saying this sarcastically that I was going to love it. I it, I think you will. That's what's funny. But um, Jer- Jericho. Jericho's in. You got one. That's okay. five. Okay. MJF. Correct. He's also in. So that's, that's your six guesses. You got two correct. So... The current lineup for Unrivaled Series 6 is Chris Jericho. We don't know who the chases are yet either, okay. just the six main. Chris Jericho. Which, how many figures has he had now? He's had like... Three, had three th- AEW. Three in the first wave. Well, he had the, so he had the, the original with yes. the jacket and the hat. Then he had the chase with the inner circle shirt and the mm-hmm. AEW title. And he had a little the, bit of the bubbly. The exclusive from ringside, correct. Yes. That's, the, that's the only three he's had? Yes. Okay. Series 6, I'm okay with. I'm like, okay, it's that, that is a little bit long, yeah. Um, figure number two is MJF. Okay. Again, he's only had, he's had two cause he had the, the chase, r- the red tights and the pink chase yes. with the extra hand with the ring on it. Uh, Hakura Shida is in. Okay. I'm good with that. Yeah. I think that's cool. Um, Penta and Ray Phoenix. Didn't they just have figures? They were in wave two. Okay. And then the last figure, are you ready? I'm ready. Jake Hager. <laughs> Good Lord. That's, is that not like, and I'm not knocking it because I understand we need, I get, we need another Pinta. We need another Phoenix. We need yes. another MJF and Jericho. And I, I'm all for that, but I'm like, I was actually kind of digging the four new characters to redos per wave. Right. And they completely shot that completely gone. I'm like, well, and, and maybe they're not worried about it as much because they are coming out with that another line. And that should be announced soon. I would imagine. Cause I feel like wave four, Four will hit because that hasn't hit yet. That'll probably hit around April. Mm-hmm. So wave five will hit probably what June, July. Wave six, September, maybe August, September. So I'm like, so and they said unmatched will start in the fall. So right around that same time. So maybe unmatched series one will be all new characters. I don't know. Well, I've heard rumor Miro's in wave one of unmatched, which is cool. That's very cool. And and actually, like what what my what my thoughts is is maybe like. 
unmatched is mostly new people. Could be. And yep. then unrivaled is like mostly repaints of maybe like whoever was in unmatched. I've heard unmatched also may introduce um, LJN style and possibly retro style figures. Okay. And I'm like, well, okay, that's not. It's kind of weird to me to have one random figure in the wave, I guess. Yeah. And also, too, like, do you need. I don't know. I mean, like the LJN style figures, like they're they're cool and all, but I just I don't know if, if that's necessary. I, and I, Jeff and Jeff's about to have a stroke when I say this, no doubt. But I don't think the LJNs hold up quite like we all remember. They're they're great to display. They're great to display, but I I don't feel like they work now. And I base that off the Young Bucks set that came out because I'm like, those were awful. I'm like, this is not fun. This I still is- have those. I do too. And it's like, I don't even know what to do with these. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not going to display them. Right. It's kind of that thing of like, oh, okay. Cool. I, I don't even really like the Young Bucks. Sorry, guys. But like, they. Jeff hates you even more now. They like, I literally only bought them because they were the first LJNs since the 80s. And I thought it was going to be a, a resurgence, whole, yeah. A whole new line. I did that too. That wasn't the case. But like I, I just, I don't know. I'm, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not really sold on that idea, and I'm kind of like over the Hasbro's. Like, yeah, because so many people are. Doing everybody's them. doing them. Like, find something else. Mm-hmm. You know, something new, something different. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do the LJNs, fine. That can be your shtick. But like, don't do both. Everybody's doing Hasbro's. So we're down with the Hasbro's. Yeah, it's kind of that thing where everyone's trying to figure out what they're. Uh, what their deal is. Yeah. So I get maybe like one LJN figure per wave. Or, and, I, and again, that's just speculation because I saw a leaked list. Yep. And it listed Jericho in, in wave six. Yeah. It listed Moxley and, and Hangman in wave five. So it's been correct so far. So I'm mm-hmm. only basing it off that. So I'm like, okay. And it did it did actually say on an unrivaled Series 7, Brian Cage is in that. Okay. And I'm like, that seems a little soon for him, but I'm I'm all I'm all about it. Yeah. And I think it'd be awesome if he came with the FTW title. Absolutely, yeah. So... Who knows? Um, but I hope Unmatched gets an- announced soon. And the thing that bothers me so much, I guess, about this is like, where's the Butcher and the Blade? I want figures of those guys. Yeah. Like, I just, um, I really just want a Butcher figure. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, he's such a, he's such a man. Like, <laughs> he's a unique looking guy. He's made to be an action figure. Right. It's just like, he reminds me of the living version real life version of mike hagar yeah is what yeah. he reminds me of and uh he's wearing like uh i don't know if at the pay-per-view he was wearing almost like uh gangs of new york gear yeah with like the long pants and the sash and i'm yeah. like okay and I can on, dig this. and on top of that the dude shreds on the guitar right it's, he's just an all-around badass it's one of those things you're like oh this guy's like a legit musician right and he's also a wrestler Yes. What the hell? Like, that's amazing. Yes. Like, and, like, where's our figure? Like, and it could just be maybe he's, like, not that experienced in the ring, you know? I mean, Well, I, th- I don't think he's been wrestling for very long, but a lot of those guys haven't. Right. It's, I mean, it's a lot a of those young, guys are five, six years in. You it's know? a young company. I mean, right. Most, most everybody's kind of young. But I've never seen him do anything that I didn't like. I just, I don't feel no. like he's had a huge opportunity. He hasn't. And, like, QT Marshall, I haven't seen him much, which he did. Looks like he split from Dustin Rhodes at the pay-per-view, and I'm like, Where's this guy's figure? Right. You know, like, I, that's what I want. I want, I don't need another freaking MJF. Give me these guys, you know. AEW is getting to the point where they have too many people already. Yeah. And then they signed two more. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, there's. And also, too, we have Christian Cage and Brian Cage and Adam Page and Ethan Page. Yes. So I want. And some... Diamond Dallas Page whenever he shows up. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah so I, I want some, like, family feud 
yes. tag matches happening. Yeah. We need we need to be back in the old days where only one person could have one last name. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because no one will ever be able to keep up with it. But yeah, I thought you would enjoy that unrivaled series six line. Yes, that's a, I don't know. It's Noth- a doozy, isn't it? Nothing, nothing really that great for me. Yeah. Well, big underscore Bane spring skirmish is right around the corner here. Yes. Do we have any match announcements we want to make? I hope oh. so. Oh, absolutely we do there, Brian Breaker. Um, we've already announced the main event. Yes, we have. Which is Drew Vinsel, uh defending his, defending his championship um, against Travis Fowler. Tier 1. Tier, tier 1 Is Travis Tier Fowler. 1 ready? Yes. Is Tier 1 ready? Yeah, I know I'm ready. Uh, and then we also announced. Let's, let's not let's not glaze over the fact that Drew Vensel's been on a tear lately. He has. That dude's I, I mean, like went from like opening match guy to freaking top dude in the company. He beat Big Chuck for the title and then retained against Jordan Zeilinger. I mean, he hasn't lost a match. Yeah, since he showed up, third he, main event in a row. Right he now. has been undefeated. So spring skirmish. Yeah, that'll be his third main event and. Uh, and then we also announced the Gatekeeper Championship. Yes, we did. Uh, Aaron Anders will be defending against Mr. Positivity himself. No, bro. Did you say no, bro? No, bro. I thought you said no, bro. No. I said no, bro. <laughs> no, bro. See, no, bro is another guy. It's kind of a little untested in PHPW, but I think this will be a big moment for him. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, and it's a huge uh, opportunity for sure. Yes. And then uh, we do have we have two more that we're going to announce right here, right right quick here. Bro. I'm excited. And how about this one? We got we got a couple of rematches, and we're going to announce one of them today. Last month, fully posable won the tag team champions with the help of GBM. Let's not discount yes. the fact that he stood there and did nothing. Well, here's the thing, and I'll, I'll let you, um, I'll let you announce that here in a minute. Oh boy, I'm excited. But GBM is not allowed at ringside. Oh snap! At at this spring skirmish because it's spring skirmish. High level enterprise is going to get a rematch. Oh, doing the favor is not going to like that. Doing the favor is not going to like. They didn't that. get their rematch, but they also lost their last match. So they also lost their last match. Um, we make the rules. Yes, <laughs> we make the rules and we break them. Yeah, Barry um, Frost. I know what he's like. Listening, just be like, how, how dare you? We're Vince McMahon and DX in our company with a lethal dose of poison. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be high level enterprise versus fully posable. In a tag team championship rematch inside a steel cage. I love it. This is our first cage match. First ever cage match. I am excited. So uh, tag team cage match, no less. And here's the thing. Both of these teams have done solid work. They have. I mean, you we we can't like I mean fully posable met doing the favor in the finals of the tag team tournament. Yes, they did. Um, High level enterprise beat us in the early stages of PHPW. Yes, they did. Which is no small feat because our stats are ninety nine and ninety nine. You're right. And uh, I mean it's it's a bunch of malarkey, is what it is. It is. And uh, somewhere down the line, we might have to get our rematch. Uh, I, I, think, I think we can make that happen. Let's but, talk to um, the, the bookers. Oh, it's done. It's us. <laughs> Boom. Um, it was me, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> but no, th- this is going to be one hell of a match, and I'm excited uh, to see it. So the reason why GBM can't be at ringside. Oh, so we have a uh, another first ever yes. for PHPW. 
we have the Chef Special Battle Royal. Do you want to go over the rules of that, Big Underscore Bane? The rules are very simple. The winner of this match will be first in line at catering at Boss Fight. Ooh. And here's the thing. At Boss Fight, boys, steaks. Oh, so you get the first steak. Yes, you get the first you get the first choice of steak. I mean, Big Chuck, he him and I, we went out and handpicked each steak. We we handpicked each cow and we said, "Hey, we want the steak off of Bessie." You know. <laughs> and and Old they're, they're going to be fresh cut, boys. And so uh, the winner of this match is going to be first in line during catering. So we have a chef special battle royal featuring Ethan Chambers mm-hmm. uh, versus that son of a bitch, Eric Barker. Making his return. He hasn't Making been in action in a while. <laughs> Who the hell missed that guy? I don't even know where the hell he went. He wasn't injured. <laughs> sack of shit. He just quit showing up. <laughs> quit spamming people about your movies, pal. Uh, versus David Thomas. Yes. Uh, versus Craiger from Rick My Podcast. And Craiger and Big Chuck are good buddies. They are. So I can see Craiger really wanting to try Big Chuck's man meat. He probably does. <laughs> versus making his return to the to active competition, GBM. Yes. So that so is this why. This guy obviously is paying for a wrestling license and a manager's license. Yeah, he's spending that dough. He's trying to get that work in. He is. Versus Jason Wolf. Yes. Ooh. Versus, this is where it gets interesting, Jordan Zeilinger. So we got two members of Wreck My Podcast in this match. Yes, and that's that's going to be fun. Now, here's the thing. Th- that is the stipulation, but I'm going to throw another one at you real quick. Oh, boy. If you win this, future title opportunity. Oh, so there's more than just first in line of catering. Yes, it's not going to be a boss fight. That's your first prize is that boss fight. But maybe at our May event, you know, maybe we'll get you a title opportunity. If you are... Currently in the gatekeeper heavyweight division, like in the gatekeeper championship division, then that's the championship you'll get. If you're if you have free reign to go to the diehard or the uh, the heavyweight championship, you know your choice. We have one more member of this battle royal. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. The Scranton Strangler. By God, if he doesn't win, God, I hope he doesn't. I hate that guy. <laughs> he's a, he's a little creepy, dude. He's super creepy. Have you noticed all the Bill Beatus recommendations? Like, how come? Like it wasn't, hey, Bill, you're fired, and all your shitty friends go with you. Yeah. Like, we don't need Chuckles. Right. We don't need freaking Freakazord. Chuck, here's the thing about- We don't about, need Prison Mike. Here's the thing about Chuckles. He keeps trying to like tie balloon animals, and he can't tie balloon animals Are you sure those well. are balloons? Might be why he can't tie them Yeah, it well. could be. <laughs> Try to pop that one. <laughs> so uh spring skirmish is looking pretty bright right i mean yes. we got we got that's another title match now mm-hmm. for the tag titles mm-hmm. and then the chef special battle royal so yes and so uh next week we will we will have a couple more matches to announce that's interesting man i'm, I'm stoked i'm stoked about this. this is gonna be a fun go home pay-per-view to our big event boss fight i'm in Boss fight has already got like three matches. Booked. Yeah, I know it's it's going to be quite quite an event. And yes. of course, the spring skirmish uh, official design is on our Redbubble store now too. Yes, so you can pick that up. So uh, anyway, we don't have any tournament action this week. We will be back next week with the uh, first round of the Marvel versus DC tournament. Yes, Big Chuck took exception to that. Did he? Why not the tournament that we uh, had a bit of a difficult time coming up with? Oh, I, I saw his tweet. Well, here's the thing, Big Chuck. I actually want our tournaments to be good ideas. I don't just take the first thing that pops into my head. You know? 
I, I don't just, you we know. We don't have no research team. Yeah. So mind your P's and Q's. I, I don't, I don't like say like, you know, when, when, when somebody gives me a, an idea about like the worst foods to make you go poop, I don't just be like, Pfft. I'm going to put that on the air. You're right. You know, because let's I, do Bane versus April O'Neil. Right. I, I want my tournaments to be good. So yeah, I like to take time to think about them. So when Breaker put me on the spot, uh, I didn't have a good idea, but I have one now and it's a good idea and we're going to, we're going to do it. So there it is. Boom. I don't think we could do this as a tournament. I think actually Elite Eight Showdown could. And the reason I say this is because I think it'd be hard to make a bracket, but I thought of a fun tournament for down for them would be the eight best office cold opens. Oh yeah. We're off the top of our head, what I mean, I know Kevin's chili. The chili, yeah, is, is a really fun. I think one. the uh the Christmas present desk. Uh yeah, that's a good one. What, uh, a favorite that sticks out in my mind is when um uh, Michael runs over Meredith. Yes. That's a really good one. Um Face in the Cement. Yeah, that one's another good one. I love it. Yes. Um I mean there's so many. But I don't know. Yeah, that's I think the uh running I think it's a cold open, the running with the uh speed limit thing. Mm-hmm. That's a funny one. <laughs> it would be hard to narrow it down to eight though. I was I was rewatching I know you haven't ever seen this show, but Parks and Rec, which is, you know, essentially like the other office show. Right, right. Um <laughs> there was a Ron Swanson, who is like the boss in this particular department, comes in and talks to Leslie Nope. And he's essentially says, like, Leslie, I need to talk to you about something. And and she just starts saying uh one of Will starts rapping one of Will Smith's old rap songs at him. And it's like she goes through the entire verse, like a good solid minute of rapping. And then like she's so proud of herself. She's like, So what'd you need, Ron? And he's like there's a fire in the park downtown. You need to go down there right now. <laughs> <laughs> but let's her continue rapping. Right. He just let her keep going. <laughs> it's just the funniest thing. Amazing. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to diving into Marvel versus DC. I think we both have different uh, different thoughts there. Absolutely, yeah. I think it's gonna be a good one. So uh, this kind of could fall into our toy talk a little bit because we haven't touched on this much. But have you looked too too much into the the McFarland DC multiverse figures? No. So, dude, I impulse bought two of them at Vintage Stock yesterday because mm-hmm. I had a gift card. And holy shit, those are badass. Are they? They're so because they have like very obscure um, characters. Okay. And and something about that, like when I was a kid, like I never wanted like Donatello as the uh, like the sheriff. Yeah. That's what I had, but that's not what I wanted. I right. wanted like regular Donatello. And so. I've always kind of disliked those type of figures, but now as I as I'm older, I'm kind of like, man, there's something special about that. And what made me buy it is I'm gonna send this picture to you on Instagram real quick. This new wave that's coming out that I saw, and I'm just like, those are fantastic. I want them, and I don't really, and I don't follow the comics enough to really know a lot about them. But I was just like, these are amazing. Oh wow, that Batman like the death metal with the guitar. I'm just like. That's fantastic. That's a, I mean, that's a great looking figure. And the Superman is, a, I mean, they're just amazing looking. So I haven't really dove into him much. I know Jeff has brought them up as just being amazing looking figures, although he's not really a comic book guy. But yeah, I don't know. I was like, there's something about that. They're, they're pretty cool. Yeah. And and I've actually, it's it's hard for me not to really dive into like the DC figures and the Marvel figures. Because you want to go 
full on, right? It's hard not to, you know. And but I feel like with these, I can kind of pick and choose and just get like I don't need regular Batman, but give me that one. I like that. You right. Know, give me the crazy Superman or they have a uh, like a uh, a kind of a Green Lantern ish Batman. I don't know which version it is, but he, he looks like the Green Lantern when he's Batman. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Yes. You know, some some of the more obscure ones. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah. Speaking of uh, McFarlane, you know, I have HBO Max and tried rewatching Spawn. Holy shit, that show sucks. Well, 1997, <laughs> right? That's actually a movie. I, I've heard they're remaking that. Yeah. Well, I was talking about the cartoon. Oh, I haven't ever. I don't ever watch the cartoon. Yeah, I was. I tried getting through like the first episode. I was like, my god, this is so terrible. I remember that being like cutting edge. Like, oh, you can't watch that. It's a mature cartoon. Well, it's got like sex scenes and stuff in it. Yeah, but it was like, like way is, ahead of its time. Yeah. It so like, I've never actually seen um, it. So not good, huh? Uh, I, I, maybe it gets better. Maybe you know, I don't know. But I feel like you know, I'm getting to the point where I feel like shows need to be good their first episode. Well, that's the whole point, right? The right. pilot is supposed to hook you, right? And so, like, which is weird because The Office does not do that at all. No, the I would vouch to say the entire first season sucks up until the basketball game. Yes. That one's actually legit. That's funny. A, that's funny, but like, have you seen the Stanley Hudson basketball shirt from? Yes, like, yeah, <laughs> yes, so funny. God, that's amazing. I'm like, that is fantastic. But it's, um, yeah, it is just, it is not, not good. That, and I only. Only watched the pilot episode. I was like, I can't watch anymore. And yeah. it like, it showed his like dead wife. Like, I mean, she wasn't dead the way they showed her, but she was like a ghost. And like, she was wearing this sheer thing, and it's like her. You could see her nipples and shit through the. It's like, I didn't need that. Right. Like, it's a little. It's a little much. <laughs> it's just for dumb. Sure. Yeah. You know. It's, it's like ugh, this. This show's stupid. <laughs> well, Big Chuck probably hates you for that one. Because I'm sure he loves that show. I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I heard him and him and Tim going on a rant about Tom McFarland, Tom McFarland, Todd McFarland. Todd, yeah. Uh, not too long ago. So maybe, I don't know. He might be on the same page with me on that. You never know with Big Chuck. You never know. I mean, it depends on what day it is, you know. Pretty much. Pretty much. Well, anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? I say we just plug it up. We're going to plug it up now. So, of course... Uh, if you enjoyed this show, check out our podcasting buddies, including the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast over there with Jeff and Scott. Uh, in fact, Jeff was actually just on an episode of You Know It's Fake, right? I listened to that. And that was a really good show. You liked it? Yeah, it was a good episode. It was it was fun, man. It was, it's always cool chopping it up with Jeff. He's just a great dude. Him and Scott both. Um, I love everything they do. Um, great guys and just a great fun listen over there at Fully Posable. They've been going like four or five years now. It's just amazing. Yeah. It's great stuff. And Scott's got Drunk Wrestling History. Yes. I love that show, too. It's it's basically like if your buddies were drinking beer, talking wrestling. Right. Which and is great. It's perfect. Exactly what's needed. They're not always right, but they're always drunk. Damn right. And then, of course, over there doing the favor with Eric and Barry. Uh, great show over there as well. Great dudes. I'm sure they don't like us right now because they're not, you know. Hey, 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 guys. Get over it. <laughs> That's our answer. Just get over it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, great dudes over there. So uh, check out Doing the Favor, one of my favorites. The Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. Another one of my go-tos. I love listening to that show. A nostalgic look at pro wrestling, which I think is uh, is fun. And it's positive, right? So yes. Should, yeah. be, should be fun. Absolutely. Uh, Ringside Rant with RJ. Check out his show. Great show over there. The Leisure and Lariats Podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson. Boot to the Face. Check out their show. Elite Eight Showdown with Big Chuck. I mean... You have anything positive you want to say about Big Chuck? Uh, you know, if you listen to it at one and a half speed, 
it is a it is a pretty easy listen, you know. Forty five minutes, right? Yeah, an easy, an easy forty five minutes. Now, except for last week, like I think this week they went like two hours long, almost like good, good God, guys, that's a lot of big chuck. Come on, yeah, and and I don't need that much big chuck in my ears, you know. <laughs> <laughs> good Lord, uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> lead eight showdown. It's fun stuff. No, it's yeah, it's it's a really good show. I and I, I actually listened to that show all the way. It cracked me up when Tim called him on it. He was like, "Hey, can we shut the fuck up? Like it's two hours." Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they they kind of record like two or three episodes at a time. So as you know, when you try to record that much content, it's like it's a lot. Ah, yeah, and so let's you get kinda, out of here. And it sounds like they're recording like late at night these days, probably. Yeah. And so I've noticed over the past like five or six episodes, Big Chuck has gotten like way more zany, and it's probably because they're recording late at night. Yeah, an hour forty nine minutes was their last episode. You're yeah. correct. I haven't listened to it yet, but yeah, it's a, it's a long episode. But they do a lot. Like I'm going to go through some of the ones I haven't listened to. I I love this one. Best actor you can't name. That's yeah. amazing. Cause right. There's always that one guy. You're like that guy's good, but I have no idea who he is. Yeah. Um, best show with only one season. That's interesting. Yeah, that is a really interesting one. So I, I dig that stuff. Um, yeah, it's good. Good shit. I'm telling you, you guys ought to check it out. Yeah. Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife Caitlin. I'm really yes. digging that show as well. Yeah, me too. I've uh, I've gotten caught up on that one, and I've I've really enjoyed it. Again, I like it's got wrestling elements, but it's not a wrestling show. Yeah, exactly. It's great stuff. Yeah. Um, Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger, Cam Craig, Joe, all those guys over there who are all active members of the PHPW roster as well. Yes. They do a great show. They just did one on Blank Check, which... Amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah I listened fantastic. to that. Yeah. I haven't listened to that one yet, but I, I'm, I'm afraid because I think they're going to wreck my childhood. There was one thing they mentioned. Like legit, the woman in that does kiss him at the end. Right, that, and that was what I was about to talk about was like that. But weirdly enough, as a kid, didn't seem weird to me. Didn't seem weird to me either. Because you're like, oh, that's exactly but what I But now I'm like, oh, that is predatory AF. And I'm surprised I got away with it. Right, well, it's a Disney channel, you know. They're like, oh, it's all in good fun. Give me a little sugar here, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Bunch of creepy old bastards over at Disney, but still, right? I yeah. mean, it's like, what the hell? So yeah, that that was kind of an interesting one. I think if I remember correctly, I mean, it wasn't like a full on like tongue kiss. No, but it was like a kiss, kiss. It was. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that happened. You know. Yep. And um, lucky kid, she was hot. Yeah, yeah. She was also in Dumb and Dumber. A lot of people don't remember that. Was she? She was. She was one of the bad guys. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember that. Shay Stanley. Oh, my God. So hot. Um, so also check out Wreck My Podcast. Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. He's actually moving. I don't know if you saw these. He's moving to Tennessee. Oh, I thought you were about to say Texas. Uh, no, he's moving Tennessee. to Tennessee. I don't know what made him decide Tennessee, but I'm like, good for him, man. I think uh, I know California is expensive, and he does a lot of live event stuff, and I, I bet Tennessee probably has a lot more opportunity with like a lot more bars and like – because they have a lot of country music bars. And oh stuff yeah, there, that's so. like that. That's like the country music capital, you know. So I, I, I bet Nashville area. I bet they have a lot of live event trivia there and stuff. So I think that's cool for him. So I'm, I'm yeah. glad. Uh, I'm glad he's making a positive move for himself. Absolutely. Ryan Buzz is a great guy. Absolutely. Uh, Jason Wolf, give him a follow at the Art of Jason Wolf uh, Custom Figures. He's done. He just did a new set of sketch cards for me, which are coming soon. I'm excited to get those. Awesome. He does amazing work on those. Um, and of course, Howlin' with the Wolf, his podcast is a lot of fun. Um, a lot of hot takes on that one too. Um, he will probably make you angry at some point. Not yeah. me, I love it. But <laughs> right, of course, yeah. But it's it's good stuff. You so gotta have it. thick skin. Yeah, check it out. Howling with the Wolf and check out his uh his artwork at the art of Jason Wolf. Then of course, if you like wrestling comic books, you can check out Grapple Hold and to be the man, evil ain't good. You can find those on Amazon or uh, grab or uh, 
to be the man's also on Comixology. And Grapple Hold's done by a good friend of the show, David Thomas. Yes. So, David Thomas, we need a sequel. We need Grapple Hold 2, man. Absolutely. Make, we it, do. make it happen. That was a fun comic. It was. You can also check out our side projects. I have, you know it's fake, right? The ongoing battle with the dirtiest four-letter word in pro wrestling. Last few weeks have been a lot of fun. I had Bane on for an episode, which I listened to. I really enjoyed it, man. Yeah. It's been a while since we recorded that, so I kind of forgot some of the stuff of what we talked about. But right. it was totally a different It was a different take than like our show, you know? Right. Yeah, and a lot of people seem to like it, so I'm glad. You know, I thought it was really cool. And I, I've really learned with that show... What I enjoy is like I can take someone like you who's just a fan of wrestling but has dabbled in it a little bit mm-hmm. to someone who's been like a 20-year veteran and we have totally different takes on – but it's still kind of the same mindset right. to a degree, which right. is really fun. And then, of course, uh, No Holds Barred with Bill Benis. Bill Benis has kind of made his presence known again at PHPW. I would never yes. accept this from anyone else, but apparently that guy won't leave. Yeah, and he, uh, he sent me a message um, – a text message uh, earlier today, and I haven't read it yet. So I don't know what's going on with that. Um, hopefully it's not show-related. Hopefully not. Because um, I, I don't like seeing or talking or smelling that guy. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll find out. We will. So who knows? Uh, of course, you can get all of Bane's music over on Spotify, Apple, wherever you stream your tunes. And, uh, and yeah, man, I, still no news, I don't think, on the next album. And I know you've been uh, you've been kind of working on it a little bit. Yeah, I've been working on it. It, it, it is kind of stalled at the moment just because, like, I've been lazy. I mean, honestly. Like, yeah. I just... I've, well, you got to be in the right I, frame of mind, right? Well, yeah. And, like, this sounds so old, man. But, like, the seasons have been changing. And I have just absolutely felt like dog crap for, like, the last, like, three weeks. I know you, you've kind of been not feeling great. Yeah. And, and like, today... Today, like we're recording on a Tuesday, like Tuesday is one of my lightest work days. And it's because it's the same work week every week, you know? Mm-hmm. So Tuesday is like literally one of my lightest load. I work for like four hours. And I, I like today, I came home, I was like, I just want to go to sleep. Like mm-hmm. I'm just dog tired. And so it's, I don't know what we it all, is. We have those days sometimes where it doesn't matter how much sleep you get or don't get. It's just you're like... Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know how you feel, man. So it's been like that a lot lately. So I've I've been like just trying to zone out. I haven't even been thinking. And I know, like, if I tried to force myself to do something like that, nothing would get done anyway. With these new chairs, you might end up dozing off. I I I will say, I caught myself like snoring a minute ago. We're a shade over an hour now recording, and I still feel comfortable. Right? Yeah. Like my ass cheeks are not numb. (laughs) It's nice. Hot takes. Yes. Gotta love it. Uh, and then, of course, you can also check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash BBPH. Now, we've kind of made some changes to that, man. We've kind of uh, we've kind of updated the Patreon. Some of you may have seen, um, seen that. And uh, what we're trying to do is add more stuff without yes. changing anything, really. So I guess we can kind of go over the tiers here. We basically we added a tier, but we don't want it to seem like you're getting, I don't know how I want to so, say this. Um, we, um, and it's not, it hasn't been changed as of this recording, but it should be changed by the time, uh, this drops. I'm trying to get to Patreon. Um, but we have a new, new tier, uh, that right. is the, our $10 tier. I'm trying to, I, I can't work this damn app. Damn it, Bane. This app. Charlie Shaw. Big Chuck's over there just shoving hot dogs in his gullet. Let me see. Here we go. I found it. Um, 
So, and we also renamed the tiers. So our $1 a month is interning with Kevin, yeah. uh, which Kevin is the intern at No Holds Barred. Um, and basically with that, you get access to pretty much what we already offer, right? Which is the energy so nothing's shot. changing if you, right. that's all you, if that's all you, yeah. right? Nothing's really changing. Um, you get you get the energy shot, but we're also including the brand new Patreon exclusive PHPW Adrenaline stream, right? So, and so what's that going to be? That's just going to be the Adrenaline episodes, not nearly as well produced as they were. I'm you're going to see a lot of universe mode in there, uh, but I, I do I'm doing quick edits to get the entrance music in there and then I'm just doing commentary over it as it's happening. Right. So, um, so it's not going to be like it was before, but just a little something extra if you want to check it out. Yeah. And it also like, I have to go through this stuff anyway to get to the pay-per-views in universe mode. So I'm like, I might as well like do this with you guys. So I'm doing that again. Um, Three dollar a month, and this is my personal favorite tier breaker, and oh, that is oh the uh, the Bane of Maniacs. Oh god! So if you are a three dollar patron, you are officially a Bane of Maniac. A Bane of Maniac. That tier is going to be empty in about a week. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, eh, no, thank yes, you. Yes, yeah. Uh, basically, with that one, you get uh, everything that was included. So nothing's changed. You nothing's still get changed. The energy shot. You're going to get the PHPW live stream. Yes, but. I'm adding a weekly Bane's World vlog. Nice. Which is not like, it's not going to be, I know like Big Chuck is the only one I can think of that actually watched the Bane's World back in the day. Maybe some other guys did. I don't know. Uh, but It was kind of a YouTube-esque show. It's kind of a YouTube-esque show. It's it's not going to be, again, like it's not going to be as serious as that. Like I'm not going to sit there and do all the edits and like things like that. Basically what I'm going to do is just like once a week, get on there. If I have something to talk about, I will, you yeah. know. And... um yeah, it's just just a little vlog. No, I think this next tier is the good tier. What's this one called? Uh, this one's called Breaker's Finest. You know it. Um, actually, we've had two people move out of that tier uh, since we changed the name, Breaker. Damn it. <laughs> Bastards. So, okay, they spent more money on us. So. <laughs> totally joking. Uh, Breaker's Finest is uh, the $5 tier. And if you join the $5 tier, then you are definitely part of Breaker's Finest. You get, you get everything in the $3 tier, as well as... Behind the scenes videos, um, a monthly. So we're going to try to do this once a month, a retro gaming show. Yes. Now, so what that's going to be is obviously people know that I haven't really done back to the Nintendo in a while. Mm-hmm. A lot of that was because, and I actually, I'll say this. I have reached out to Brett about like, what do you think about doing it here and there? And what's your thoughts? And he's just like, I'm super busy right now. And it's just that when you can't do over Skype, it's got to be in person. So it's hard right. to do. So I haven't really done that. And I, I've, Told myself I don't want to go into a position of doing that full time, right? By myself again because that's such a hard thing to do. Where yes. I'm trying to talk and play at the same time, it's a difficult thing. But what we've decided is like a once a month type of show, where essentially it would kind of be like a retro gaming thing. Because I I kind of wanted to, I have that retro pie system, yes, which has everything. I would love to dive into Game Boy Advance. Yeah. I would love to dive into the regular Game Boy. I'd love Sega Genesis, all those. Yeah, and there's even arcade games on there. Yes. And we've thought about doing it as a podcast and also maybe doing it as a video. Yeah. Kind of like a Twitch stream to a degree. I, I think we're going to, and it's not going to be live, but like, no, I think, but, and we're not sure exactly how this will work. And, but. and it might not work at all. Like we, I, we're going to try it and you know, you, you'll know if it works out, if you see it basically. Right. Um, but either, either way, if that doesn't work out, it'll still be an audio show like how uh, Super Nintendo always was. So. Right. So that, that's kind of what we're thinking there. And I, I, I kind of wanted to dive into Game Boy Advance because they're kind of the similar game styles. Yes. And there's a lot of goofy titles on there. I'm like, oh, that'll be fun. You yes. can dive into that. So that's kind of what we're thinking. But we're not sure yet. 
So that'll be something new um, that we can kind of add once a month as something a little extra, plus everything else already. And then also, too, with that tier, you right. get one custom sketch card upon initial sign-up. So if you if you sign up for the $5 tier yes. and you've never received a sketch card from us, yes. you will get a sketch card. And now, that can be anything. We'll, we'll commission Jason Wolf, and he's right. cool with this. So where you can get you can get your PHPW character if you have one. Mm-hmm. You can get... If you're like, hey, I wanted of, you know, Doink the Clown, no problem. Yeah. If you wanted of a Simpsons character, a Ninja Turtles character, it, it can be whatever. If you, you wanted want. of me, you know, he'll draw me. Yes, he will. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, pretty much if Jason Wolf can draw it, it can be done. Exactly. So that will be that will be at the five dollar tier. So and then we have the brand new ten dollar tier known as Threat Level Midnight. Threat Level Midnight. I almost made this a twelve dollar tier because oh, it's yeah. midnight, but you know, oh, I no. didn't. Um so the twelve, or well, the ten dollar tier is everything included. So you get the energy shot, the PHPW adrenaline. You get Bane's World. You get the behind the scenes videos. You get the monthly gaming show. You get the custom sketch card, and then you also get one T shirt upon initial sign up as well. And then, so if you sign up for this tier, you will get a a T shirt now. I think we should open this up to where if you want something off our Redbubble store, perfectly fine. Yes. But if we if we may even end up doing a an exclusive shirt. Right. And we can you know, we can also like just whatever, you know, we can figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um and then I'm also just as as a thank you on my end too, doing the uh disc exclusive discount codes to Outsiders Beard Co. and Average Panda Gear. So those will be 20% off coupon codes, and um, basically they'll just change every month. I think that that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, so you get a lot there, and, and if anyone, you know, everyone's got their own opinion of Patreon, I, I'll, I'll throw this out there. This is how we got this new equipment. Yeah. 100%. We've, we've never actually taken any money out of any of, any of our Patreon ever. We we've saved it this whole time. I feel like we've had this for upwards of three years now. Yeah, and we have never touched that money until we got these chairs. I think the only time we touched it was to send out gifts, maybe. Yes, the Patreon money was to to it paid for the gifts, and then we kept it kind of like as a nest egg. I we kept it just in case we needed to buy like you know a new um, sound equipment. We weren't as right. worried about chairs and things like that. And we kind of had joked like, well, I guess we could buy chairs. And right. we looked into the account like, oh, we can. Yes. So if you've ever been a patron, if you are a patron, thank you so much. Yeah, these are your chairs. Yes. But I Please w- don't come get them. I wouldn't I wouldn't try to break in and steal them. Yeah, I, I'll get a dog. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we definitely appreciate that. And anyone that listens, that shares the show, any of that stuff is just so appreciated. More than you know. So yes. um, thank you guys very much. Um, Absolutely. To kind of wrap it up, of course, you know, Average Panda Gear, Outsiders Beard Co., mm-hmm. those are both available. Check those out. Uh, any news on that front? Uh, no new news. I mean, we, we're rapidly approaching spring, though, so this is kind of your last chance. I don't know how much longer we have until spring, but I know it's know it's coming up. Spring break is next week for the kiddos. Yes, so is. spring is coming up quick, fast, and in a hurry. So if you want those winter scents, this is basically your last chance to get them. So uh, as soon as as soon as I look at the calendar and find out the date of spring, then that's that's the date they're going away. I don't I don't know what it is. <laughs> there but. you have it. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much um, what's going on with that. And of course, all of our t-shirts, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, bbph.redbubble.com. 
WandaManeuver.net, search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, and Big Underscore Bane has a shirt there as well if you want to pick up a tee. And uh, yeah, man, that's pretty much all I got, man. That's all I got. Thank you guys once again for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can't dig it, Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.